Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. Okay, we have a super exciting guest coming on today. He has a very powerful story. Um, he's going to talk about his journey and I think it's going to speak volume and uh, add a lot of value to us, or my listeners today. So super excited for this. Um, the guest I'm bringing on, Jeff Sidwell, you know, he's the president of the of Next Step Fitness. He's also the host of what's going to be airing, I think tomorrow, uh, the podcast Live Well with, with Sidwell. You know, he's a business, uh, experienced business owner with a demonstrated history of com- uh, comprehensive knowledge and ex- uh, execution of I- injury rehabilitation. Thanks for coming on today, Jeff. How's it going? Hey, it's going great. Thank you so much for having me and welcome everybody. I appreciate your time being here. Absolutely. Jeff, I apologize for any tongue-tied words that come out of my mouth, like we talked about earlier, it's been a really long day, (laughs) but I'm super excited for you to be on. It's a pleasure to have you today. Um, You know, before we really jump into anything about, you know, the business and the podcast that you're about to launch, would you mind going ahead and sharing your story? Because I think it's really powerful and I I really love to share it with the people listening. Thank you. So yeah, I'm not shy. uh, That's for sure. And uh, first thing that stands out is that I'm 13 years sober. I've been a recovering alcoholic for uh, since what, 2009. Uh, but before that, I've always been health and wellness oriented, biomechanics oriented. And, you know, when I asked my best friend who I reconnected with from childhood, I, we reconnected about four years ago. I was like, what do you remember about us uh, or me or you uh, growing up? And he's like, well, you, you did every sport Lakeville, Minnesota had to offer. And I thought back, I was like, oh yeah, like I was always on the go. That's just who I've been. It's how I'm wired. And, you know, I love life and I love uh, what being healthy can, can open up for us. And, you know, as I mentioned with addiction, that, that took a turn for a moment and gratefully it wasn't longer than, uh, than what it was, uh, but gratefully I got, uh, got into recovery. And now I just love to help people get primarily pain free and fit because I've seen the negative uh, side of chronic pain, how it affects mood, emotions, and intellect, and our spirit. Uh, And then past that, fitness and and optimizing our metabolism just makes us that much more available to be present for the things that we love in our life, including spouse, family, hobbies, colleagues, friends, everything else. So, um, so yeah, so it's, it's been quite the journey. I'm happy to answer any questions about all of that. Uh, But, but yeah, it's, uh, it's a trip, man. Life is a trip. It's incredible. Jeff, you know, you know, building like a six figure or higher business or any kind of business, I guess, in general, it comes with a lot of wins and it comes with a lot of challenges. What -hmm. would you say, you know, even life challenges uh, that don't have anything to do with the business, what would you say some of the biggest challenges um, have been for you and how did you overcome them? Yeah, you know, we want to uh, live, we want to be where we feel most alive. And that goes for vocation, that goes for uh, with our loved ones, and even for me, geography. I moved from the Midwest to Colorado about eight years ago, and it's because I feel most alive in the Rocky Mountains, where I can do all the things I love, express all that I am most effectively out here. And so the challenge is, you know, a lot of them, uh, you know, 13 years ago and before was yeah, addiction is this civil war is how I call it. It's like internally we're doing, you know, we're thinking one thing and yet externally we do another. And so 
coming to terms with that and realizing how much evidence do I need that what I'm doing is not working? Uh, and that's, you know, at some point that's called rock bottom, you know, and gratefully, uh, we, you know, we called a high rock bottom where mine was more an emotional rock bottom instead of I wasn't losing a house or a spouse or any of that, gratefully, uh, I didn't really have those things at that time, uh, but, uh, but it was more of an emotional rock bottom. And so uh, I was at a fitness clinic that, that had amazing trainers and, uh, and, and a great boss, uh, but I didn't feel like I was uh, really living by my purpose. And so if I continually keep that kind of North star of, you know, am I living by my soul, my true spirit, myself, uh, am I living by that? Then I don't have to judge myself when I get off track, but I can use that as that North star to come back to and say, okay, I don't quite feel on in this way, or this relationship doesn't feel quite feel right. How can I calibrate? How can I, uh, you know, what changes internally and maybe externally do I need to make to be more in alignment with my true self? And, you know, uh, again, addiction is the most tangible one. I, I was not living in integrity, and uh, uh, and yet I was a fitness trainer, and yet you know I was I was this uh, picture of health, and yet behind the scenes, you know, when I started drinking, I couldn't stop drinking, and so that was a big thing that I needed to release shame from and guilt, and also, I mean, I was 25 when I got sober. Uh, we all you know, a lot of us look like alcoholics when we're young. <laughs> um, and Absolutely. so I had, to, that. Like, I had to really come to terms with, okay, this is more than just a habit or a lifestyle or the friends I'm hanging out with. This is an internal struggle of mine. And what do I do with that? And, uh, you know, I shared a little, uh, Brittany knows a little bit of my story, uh, but, you know, gratefully I got sober June 30th and sadly my brother passed away August 24th, just a couple months later. And he, you know, I compare it to uh, uh, stages of cancer almost. Like I was stage one, uh, you know, early on. I caught it early and was able to resolve it. And he was more stage four. I mean, he was drinking six, seven days a week. And, uh, you know, and, and he just, he was so far down. And he tried to get sober, but uh, he, he, wasn't, he didn't really want to get sober. And so it became this thing that at some point it got him. And he passed away at the age of 28. And it's, I know it's still part of my inspiration of even that is a clear cut, like, oh, one person uh, took ownership of, of what they had going on and, and uh, you know, and, and made a positive change. And sadly, the other did not. And, and that was the consequence. And we do that in so many small ways uh, throughout our day or throughout our you know, week, month, year. Uh, but, you know, of course, addiction is more, a much more tangible way. So he... Uh, sadly, did not um, did not make it, and, um, and know that live well with Sid well. The, the inspiration for that is how do we go through this life thing together? And anything that affects our health, I want to talk about, that, which is everything. So like nothing's off the table. Uh, we will talk about everything, and it's with the just put the put the you know life under the microscope and, and see what's going on there, and, and you know tweak and change and, and do what we need to do to really. Uh, uh, live from a more, you know, optimized is an overused word right now, but really it's optimized our true self, our full expression of ourselves. And uh, last thing I'll say with that, um, one of the most interesting things, I'm 38, coming up on 39. Um, when I was 23, this is random, and this is going to make me sound like, I don't know, uh, too, too uh, 
ambitious, wise something, but I read Gandhi's autobiography when I was 23. And what I love about that is that the title is My Experiments with Truth. And so even Gandhi, who like, we think had it all figured out. He's like, no, I had to like take what I was looking at and put it under the microscope and tweak and change and, and uh, uh, really remove ego or, or the lower self from it. And uh, so even he was just like, you know, in his later years, like, I'm still experimenting with truth. I don't know the answers. I am testing to find out. And that is something that I've really taken with me throughout my journey is like, all right, I'm, I'm exhibiting this behavior. Is that working for me or against me? Is it working for others or not? And what do I do with that? Thank you so much, Jeff, for you know, sharing that tough journey that you've been through, but also sharing, you know, how you overcame it and why. And um, that's what I'm looking for on my show. So thank you. I appreciate you being vulnerable. And I really apologize for everything that you've gone through. That is tough. And a lot of people would cut would go back to, you know drinking and or whatever the addiction may be mm-hmm. instead of taking the high road like you did and have that use it as a reason to get to where you want to be as you did today uh, up to up until today so really really huge inspiration i thank you for sharing that i appreciate that yeah so Jeff, tell me a bit about, you know, your, your podcast, it's, it's up and coming right away here, which is so exciting. So tell me yeah. what were your intentions? Oh, well, I know you mentioned the intentions behind it, mm-hmm. but you know, what is your focus and desire with it? And I know you kind of touched on that too, but for, for maybe for in the next year, like what are, what is your plan with it? Anything that have you thought that far ahead yet? I'm just curious. For sure. For sure. And it's, I'm always looking as to how to best reach people. And, um, you know, and we, again, it's, it's that test and observe kind of mentality. And so uh, the podcast I'm really excited about, I do have kind of that one and three year plan with it because it does. Yeah, what are those? What's that? Yeah. Let us know what those plans are. Yeah, it's, it's, so I launched a online program called premier metabolism because so many of my clients were realizing what do I do between workouts? You know, if we do even three workouts a week, you know, 45 minutes of those, you know, of that hour is, is uh, a great, like personal training workout and 15 minutes of stretching and some rehabilitation. Uh, and if I do the math there, that's, you know, uh, only 135 minutes or so of actual exercise. Uh, and in, the, in light of, I think there's 168 hours in a week, like that's not very much. So what do I do in between? And so that's been a question I've really looked at through the, you know, through 2020, 2021. So what, how can I better reach people uh, to give them things to do uh, in between workouts? Because it's easy, you know, especially with the sedentary, you know, sitting at a desk lifestyle, it's easy to take less than a thousand steps a day. It's easy to accidentally eat 3000 calories. If we, you know, eat a, you know, eat breakfast and then order in lunch and then maybe not the healthiest dinner or snack a lot. Like it's easy to take in over 3,500 calories uh, while taking less than a thousand steps. And so we are missing uh, uh, a big opportunities for our health. And it's, it's a, it's a slippery slope in that regard where we can really, drop off before we know it for a month or two. We're like, what happened? Like, I'm, I'm not where I want to be. So not only is premier metabolism, the here is what you can do less than 20 minutes a day uh, to boost your metabolism, do all the things that really 
uh, get it optimal, even if it's not a workout. Uh, that's the shocking thing. People think they need to do cardio and weights and all this stuff, and you don't. I've got people doing breath work and, and stretching and these different things that actually really facilitate fat burning better. Um, but then in addition to that is the podcast, which is how do we have a conversation? You know, so often we go into health and fitness with a military mindset, like, oh, I got to work out three to four times a week and I got to do all these things or else it's, I'm going to fail. It's like, no, let's have a conversation. Let's relax about it. Let's talk about body image, you know, issues. Let's talk about cultural differences within body uh, bodies. Uh, even mm-hmm. my client yesterday morning, who uh, is a, a beautiful Indian woman, she's like, I just had to come to terms with, I'm not a uh, Caucasian Boulderite. You know, I live in Boulder, Colorado. And she's like, I've got hips and like, I like them. But she realized subconsciously she was falling into, I don't look like a Caucasian woman that, that is, you know, primarily Boulder. It's not very diverse. And that was adding to a lot of guilt and pressure about her workouts. And so we had a great, instead of, well, let's, let's keep working out. No, we, had a, we sat down and had a strategy session as to reframing the mindset, reframing the expectations that she actually wants, like the things she really wants. And then how do we get there? And that's what the podcast is doing. It's talking about whether it's, you know, uh, bigger things like addiction or even grief, you know, I'm well-versed with that. We're losing my brother and really to dive into that. So we'll talk about those things that can manifest or hold in our bodies. And then we don't get results because of emotional blockages and, that we'll talk about that how emotions actually affect the body so many people write that off especially coming from the midwest but like my basic example with emotions in the body if i'm nervous i sweat that's an emotion causing me to have a physical reaction and yeah. heart rate rise and blood pressure rise. and so that's an emotion connected to causing a physiological effect and people don't think that grief or addiction or uh, guilt or shame or expectations that are too high or out of place. People don't think those things can add to uh, thwarting, the slowed down results within your physiological goals, your fitness goals. Uh, so we tackle everything. That's why I love the podcast. It's no pressure. You know, again, people think, oh, do I have to buy the program to get your information? Like, no, I want to reach you guys. I want to reach you effectively. And the podcast is a beautiful way to convey good information, no pressure, in a way that's a conversation instead of, well, my trainer said I had to do this. It's like, no, we talk about it. We break it down. And then we see what you're inspired to do instead of what you feel like you have to do. If we don't develop intrinsic motivation, uh, as soon as you quit listening to my podcast or working out with me, you're going to drop off. So my goal is to develop that why, that really strong internal why and develop intrinsic motivation uh, because that's that's what's going to keep you in the game for a long time and, and fit painfully and fit for a lifetime instead of well when i work out with jeff i feel better and when i don't i feel worse like that's that lacks integrity to me in my business in the fitness business so i'm trying to find ways to break that almost dependency model that a lot of health practitioners are trying to develop i want to break that and uh, really empower you guys to know what to do whether you're using those resources or not. Compelling. I love that. That's exciting. And like the fact that you're just getting started and you ha- you know what, with what you've got going on, I think you're you're gonna have a wide variety of different topics to cover that is not the and it makes a very a very unique one because you're not just top uh covering physical 
stuff. You're talking emotional stuff, mental health, this and that, you know, there's so many different avenues you can take with it, which will, uh, will, it'll stand out, which is amazing. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm missing a lot of um, fitness endeavors, um, you know, or even there's studies about chronic pain where if you're in chronic pain for six months or more, it can create a physical crease on your brain. Uh, not a big one, not a, not a dangerous one, but like, but it, it affects the feedback loop then that even when you get out of pain, your mind will still tell you you are in pain. And right. so I even have to coach clients with, you know, they come in like, yeah, my back hasn't hurt since after our second session. And I'll help them up off the stretch table at the end of the workout. And they'll wince, their eyes will wince. And they'll say, did, did your back hurt? Did something hurt? And then they, I see their eyes scan side to side. And they're like, no. I'm like, did you know you winced? And that's cueing your body to, to feel pain. And they're like, they, they realize that. And then I have them lay back down on the stretch table and then I help them up. I'm like, if you feel pain, feel free to wince. But if you don't try to fight that urge to actually cringe your face, uh, because that will keep you in that cycle of thinking you're in pain. So there is this big mental, emotional, spiritual tie to uh, helping people optimize their health and wellness and, and break some of these uh, things that we've never suspect being issues or impedances to the life we want to live, the, the health and wellness that we want to have. This is incredible. Thank you for sharing that because, yeah, I didn't know all that. Yeah. I guarantee people listening didn't either. So this is exciting. I can't wait to see where this podcast goes, you know, especially it's just starting. Yeah. Um, I guess my next question will be like, actually going back to your business with the client acquisition, how does your, how do you go about that process? Yeah. So it's, I love education-based sales. You know, I love giving people information. And I always say, if what I do or what I, my approach speaks your body's language, if it just makes sense to you, of course it has to make sense to the mind too. But if it, if you, when you're hearing what I'm saying, you're like, ah, like that sounds right. Uh, like I just got a message before this saying from, from an old friend of mine from high school saying, you know, I've seen you on Instagram and, and I recently quit uh, boot camps because my, my back is hurting and, and I don't think it's good for me anymore. He's approaching 40 like I am. And, uh, and it's like, so I'd love to hear what you got going on. And I said, yes, like that is, that is the perfect moment to, to really put the brakes on what could become a debilitating dysfunction. Uh, yeah. And so it's really education-based sales. And, and if, if what I'm saying makes sense to you, if you feel that kind of internal kind of breathe easy response, then let's work together. Um, and, you know, again, my outreach, I've tried uh, <laughs> Instagram and all this stuff. And it's like, it's just it's not bad for quick tips, but it's so much hype and so much rah-rah. And it's, if you're not selling, you know, the fad of the week, you're not getting likes and you're not getting follows and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, I've just found that, that having a conversation and, and being able to really reach people because my protocols that are accessible, you know, I've got an uh, online um, video library that's pain-free and fit. You know, you can cure your own plantar fasciitis, intention headaches, low back pain, you can do all this. I've got a video-based library for that, but it does require an attention span. And TikTok and all this stuff doesn't really allow for that. So a podcast and I'm publishing a book January 1, 
these things, you know, will attract the right clientele that won't be put off by the fact that it's not a 30 second bicep blast type of thing. They'll be like, yeah, I want to be pain-free and fit for a lifetime. Uh, and I want to be like Jeff's clients that when I moved from uh, Indianapolis to, to Colorado, I'm still in touch with my clients from eight years ago. And they're like, yeah, you know, we're 73. We gained one or two pounds back, but we still kept off 32. And we're still pain-free at 73. We still run a ma- you know, half marathon that we never did before. What can we do? They have these results that are long-lasting because they were willing to change their mindset about health and wellness. And that does require an attention span. And, and, and most social media doesn't, doesn't cater to that. So I found a podcast and again, a book and, and YouTube uh, are better ways to effectively reach the people that I'm looking for uh, because it's all about, is there synergy between us? Does what I said make sense to your mind and your body? And if it does, let's work together. Love it. Yeah. And you know what, by doing it the way you're doing it, you're going to, you're, you're going to attract the right people. And, you know, if it, like you said, if it makes sense, I mean, if it feels right, then they'll, they'll join our program and we'll start working with you. And if, if it's not a fit, it's not a fit, but, uh, we this is a great way to off, uh, off air for a moment. And you're like, yeah, my neck and shoulders kind of bother me. And I showed you. Oh my gosh, step. you guys. Yes. I was like, there's something going on with my, my shoulder and like my, my, my back and my neck, like perfect time to ask Jeff what's going on. He showed me what to do. I, and I was like, as soon as he was going to show me, I was kind of like about to show him what I have been doing, which is putting my arms straight out and trying to turn my body fully around, which is completely wrong. And he just tweaked what I was doing just a little bit and made all the difference. So yeah. This guy knows what he's talking about, you guys. <laughs> Always been it. a nerd of biomechanics. Uh, even I was a soccer player working out with the football players, and which is not like a good place to be necessarily because they, 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 I'm puny compared <laughs> to them. But football, <laughs> well, you got the drive though. What's that? You have the drive though. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be working out with them and I'd notice that I would change how to do a sit up. I was 17. I'd change how to do a sit up just a little bit. And I, I would see this happened three distinct times. Uh, the football coach would see what I was doing. And then he'd walk down to the other end of the hallway where we were all, you know, there's a row of us doing crunches and all this type of stuff. And he's like, and lift your sternum to the sky, do it right with the chin. And, all, and he was taking the cues that I was doing down at the other end. And then using it as his own for, for, you know, to be macho in front of the football players to have them do it better. And so I've always loved that. Right. It's just like these, I'm like, all right, like, I'm not going to call him on it, but like, it was funny to see three, three distinct times. I'm like, okay, coach is just, uh, he's stealing my stuff, but that's okay. And with you, (laughs) you were doing a pec stretch, you know, you're doing a shoulder and a pec stretch, but again, the, the angle was just a little bit off. And all we did was bend your elbow for this pec stretch, which, uh, you know, again, I've got videos I can give you guys for that. Uh, and it softened it and it allowed the pec, the actual chest muscle to stretch as opposed to the shoulder. And that is one of the main things, you know, if you're, if you're looking for a quick tip uh, within health and wellness or within fitness more specifically, what you feel work is what's going to change. And that sounds really basic, but most women are doing butt exercises and feeling their quads, the front of their thighs. Most men are doing pec exercises, but they're feeling their shoulders. And so women, their quads, their, the front of their thighs get bigger, which aren't the results they're looking for, 
And for guys, their pecs, you know, man boobs stick around, but their shoulders get weird and rolled in and bigger. Uh, and so we're, we're, we're getting the wrong results, even if we're doing the right exercises. And so when you showed me that stretch, it's like, just soften the elbow and you'll feel the actual muscle you're trying to change. Uh, but that is what you feel work is what's going to change. And if you don't want your quads, the front of your thighs to change, if you don't want your calves to get bigger, you've got to change something. <laughs> because yeah. if that's what you feel fatigue, that's what's going to change. Oh my gosh. We need to talk more. Like you've got, you've got great, you've got the answers. I think I've been doing a lot of things wrong, to be honest. <laughs> so, I, I had trouble when I first started this career. Like I said, I've always been a nerd with this stuff. Um, and I had trouble when I first started working out at major gyms because I wanted to help everybody. Uh, and then you couldn't get your workout in probably, hey, being so yeah. busy. <laughs> right. And everybody was doing it wrong. And, and so, so that's the sad reality is that we go, we don't get any instruction on these machines. Uh, we use the wrong muscles, even if they're the right technical, technically the right exercises, and we don't get the results we want. And three months later, we're like, well, I feel worse. I feel beat up. And I'm not seeing what changes. So you go to the gym and, and you know, you want to help everyone there and you're, you're not able to get your own workout. And how did, how did you go about that? <laughs> yeah, that became tough very early in my career where, where I really, I have to stay away from the main gyms for a little while because I just, I uh, you know, that, that's some of my own stuff. Like I could have just done my own workout and not worried about everybody else, but just saw it's like 80 to 90% of people are doing the right exercises the wrong way. They're getting the wrong results. Uh, and then three months later, they quit because they didn't get the results, which is a very smart and logical conclusion to come to. Uh, but sadly, all it took was a little bit of tweaking. Like that stretch I showed you, it just took a small tweak. And that will actually change uh, what... But, you know, how your neck and shoulders feel. And all it took was just a little, you know, millimeter or centimeter worth of a difference of, uh, of that stretch. And that changes the whole dynamic. So, so yeah, so I learned early on, I had to stay away from the gyms uh, for myself for that, for that moment. And then I realized like, well, take care of yourself. You're there for the workout. And if they like what you're doing, they might ask a question, but if not, uh, I can get to, I can, I can now successfully get my workouts in without trying to help everybody. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. That's going to be a tough one. And like, just cause you're so passionate about it too. Right. So it's like, you love to help, but then <laughs> you're getting that workout in. Oh, this is yeah. amazing. Yeah. When I was coming down to like my core values, when I was looking at what to major in uh, for college, I was like, all right, and now I want to help people. And I know I have a, a knack for biomechanics. And so I was talking to a mentor and we just kind of brainstormed, okay, is that a direction you really want to go? And it came to like a pure yes. And so I was an exercise science major, kinesiology major. I interned at a physical therapy clinic for four years through college. Physical therapy has its own issues. They're limited by insurance as to what they can treat. So a lot of times they don't get the results that you're looking for. But it really, yeah, I, I know like some of my inner work is, okay, you want to help people. You're a healer of sorts. That's a very beneficial thing. And also uh, don't do it codependently. <laughs> Like, don't, don't, you know, take care of yourself too. And don't worry about others all the time. So that, yeah. uh, that, well, that was a little bit of a journey and now, you know, it's all in balance. Love it. Oh my gosh. This is great. Well, tell me a bit about, you know, I know we only have a couple more minutes left, but you know, in regards to people coming on to your interviews and how, how are you going to go up? Do you have a dream guest that you'd like to bring on or tell me a little bit of your thoughts on that? <laughs> 
for your podcast? Great question. Uh, I don't think I'll name a person, but yeah. I do love, again, that, you know, I, I, I always appreciate some grit uh, given what I've, you know, kind of what I've gone through and, and uh, the perseverance that's taken. So anybody with some grit and then anybody, you know, ideally the person has grit and that love for life and a way that they found to benefit their communities or people around them, uh, given that gift and given that grit and given that uh, love for life. So, uh, you know, I love adventures myself. Speed ascents is one of my things that I'm working on where I'm trying to run up Kilimanjaro in a day instead of five days. Uh, so oh adventures and people that just love life and have gotten down to like the true essence of something, doesn't matter what it is, and have helped people as a result of it. And I love that kind of guest. Incredible. Oh, I'm so excited for you. And Jeff, I, I know this is the end of the episode, but I really would love in the future for you to come on as well. You know, I tell that to a lot of my uh, guests that come on that just are starting or maybe are about to launch like yourself. Let's get you back on within a year and see where you're at then. I, I know like there's going to be so many uh, topics to cover by then just because of your podcast being going through the works, right? So super exciting for you. I think what you're doing is amazing. And, you know, if anyone's looking to connect with you, you know, connected with either your program or what your coaching that you have to offer, even just to check you out uh, on social media, what would be the best way to go about reaching yeah. out to you? Emailing me directly right now is more than acceptable. Uh, Jeff with nextstep.fit. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, so I love to connect directly with people. So you're welcome to email me, Jeff at nextstep.fit. Also, I just launched my new website that has all my programs, premiermetabolism.com. So check that out. And what I love about that, again, from metabolism is weekly touch points with me. I've got virtual and on-site classes with the local. Uh, and then the other thing on my Instagram is also a really easy way to connect. So uh, I can't thank you guys enough, though. I, I know I'm not, I'm the atypical interviewee being my podcast is launching tomorrow. Uh, but thank you so much for the success that you're going to help contribute to within that. I appreciate this attention before I've even launched. Uh, it, means, it means the world to me. And you guys are great. And you guys do great work with so many awesome resources. And I cannot thank you enough. Jeff, it was an absolute pleasure having you on, adding value to my listeners. And I can't wait to have you on again. So thank you for taking the time out of your day. It's very for much sure. appreciated. Guys, if you're looking to connect with Jeff, now you know how. Um, and group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on the show just like we had Jeff on today, please go to top100interview.com and fill out an application. We'd love to have you as well. Thanks so much, Jeff. Thanks, guys. Catch you on the next one. Yeah.